this yeah, video. yeah, close it up. I'd like to say that I found something that relevatory that or juicy? whatever that yeah, juicy well, or whatever you is know. going on right now, but look, sometimes they just find you. Sometimes you don't have to find them. I guess so. Sometimes they find you. Oh, I am seeing something. Oh, well, sh- stop. No, 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 it's not. They're just, ah, man. We're a little hot here. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna coming turn in this hot. Down just a hair. I came in hot today, man. Okay. Um. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Sometimes it just works out. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. Something about this room makes it so I can say it a lot better. I think so. I am Mark and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? It, it, it flowed today. You got like the hipster haircut again, I just am now realizing. I, I had to switch from the girl, if Linda ever listens to this, Linda, I'm sorry, who cut my hair for almost 11 years to a little Cuban fellow that lives right down the street from me who cuts it for next to nothing. And it looks good. I j- thank you. And I just sit down and say, you know, give me the habanero, you know? And I remember you getting a haircut like this and you were like, never again. And I think you were saying that maybe Jen and Amelia didn't like it. They No, they made they, me get they it. They loved it. They okay. made me get it. Yeah. I knew it was something And like I didn't that. like it, but this guy, this new guy um, has kind of done it every time and I'm just kind of over it. The, the, the whole, you yeah. know, the, 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 it's cheap, so I don't I'll mind. I'll tell you, it's one of the things I love. I've always said that even if I had a hairline, uh, I, that was not any further than the middle of my head, I would still shave my head because it's so cheap. It, you can do it whenever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've used I the same that. pair of clippers, set of clippers for 15 years now. It's just such a joy. I can do it at two o'clock in the morning. I can do it at, Three o'clock in the afternoon. I can yeah. do it on my lunch break. It's it just all matter. purpose. Absolutely. But I, I do have to say, in the old days with Linda, I used to sit down and go, give me the East Fort Myers. And, uh, <laughs> and I got that. But then when I switched to this guy, whether I like it or not, I'm getting the Franz Ferdinand. Well, hey, so, But people are complimenting. Yeah. It, so, I mean, yeah. it looks, you look hip. I, I appreciate it. Um, I, How have I, you been? I, I'm good. I, yeah, I did, I did want to. We've gone, we've come in hot over two episodes, man. Yeah. The last two episodes have been. It's like we came out of a uh, came out of a out of the out of the barrel of a gun, just just rifling right through everything. Never really took a time to to talk about us and what's going on. I heard from listening um, to the no nonsense uh, this last or today actually that you have been taking it easy and kind of staying at home and you know catching up on some on some TV and, and just kind of relaxed, which is completely out of character for you because I've always known you as you've always got something fucking going on. It's been, my life has come to a pretty solid grind. I don't have as much going on constantly and it's been a nice uh, little vacation. I am getting a little anxious wanting to play music again more. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that happens here. I got a couple of pots on the stove, as you can imagine. I think you're never um, far from that. Ever. But I've, you know, I've still been staying busy with podcasts and of course with work. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I mean, I'm still, I'm still definitely busy, but uh, more laid back catching up on 
loads of TV. Anybody that knows you knows that you're all about the grind. I am. And you, I mean, you were, you just always, there's always something going on. It seemed like every night of the week. So the fact that you're taking a few minutes off to, you know, to get a little breather and just hang out and just veg, you know, I think is, uh, is good for you. Yeah. It's like a mini retirement <laughs> with still working 45 hours a week. Right. Um, I, you, if I can say, please, I never got the chance. Uh, well, we, we did discuss it, but then it got vaporized by, right. by, um, you know, uh, ones and zeros. Yes. Um, I, I recently came back from the Florida folk festival. I had a blast with my family there. That is, that is our rejuvenation. That's where we get our breather is going there and playing music with people that we love and seeing, you know, the best of Florida, not just, you know, naturally and musically, but culturally as well. Uh, had a really, really great time there over Memorial Day weekend. Got a Disney day in. That'll be the last one for a while. And uh, and then, you know, I pulled up outside of your house today and watched um, Thurston Howell III and Scrooge McDuck pulling up in your across the street from your house in the ultra-rich Davis Mark Davis neighborhood mm-hmm. that is just over-the-top um, expensive to live in now. Yeah. It's just... That's... $4,200 a month. I, no one's gonna pay it. No, I mean it's no. someone. Someone was saying that it was possibility to just get application fees, but yeah, I mean I don't even see anybody applying for it. It's so expensive. It's it's, it's priced out. That in in the land of the ridiculous, that's the hilarious and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's like so. we have an extra bedroom and we have a a fenced in backyard. Give us an extra fifteen hundred dollars a month. It's like eat my shit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but we're not here to talk about no. folk festivals. We're not here to talk about real estate, and we're not here to Definitely. talk about me taking it easy. Well, we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. But what we're here to talk about is the concern that I have that one day somebody is going to look at my search history and go, "Why is this guy listening to all this bullshit music?" And one of the the, the latest piece of bullshit that we're listening to is "She Will Be Loved" by Maroon Five. Maroon, <laughs> Maroon. Tell me about your history with Maroon Five. I saw that guy run around shirtless at the Super Bowl playing guitar and singing, mm-hmm. and he got in no trouble. Whereas Janet Jackson got in a lot. Explain that one. Doesn't seem fair to me. But yeah, no. musically. Um, well, it's kind of hard to miss if you're our age and you've been within, you know, what's going on in the world, especially culturally when you turn on the radio, you're going to hear something by Mr. Levine being sung. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he's around. He's, he's whether there. You, whether you like it or not. He's, he's there. I remember seeing a bunch of memes come out after the Super Bowl where it said he looks like a guy who goes in and says, give me tattoos. <laughs> That's exactly what he looks like. Very much like just, I'll take the tattoos, please. Yes. And I mean, look, I'm going to sound like a, a fat hater, and I'm not. I think that he's talented. I think he's got a good voice. Um, and he's obviously five million times more attractive than either you or me. Yeah, he's definitely better looking than um, me. Yeah, he looks in the music video like a young Eminem, which is kind of strange. We discussed this. Yeah, there's there's aspects of it that are true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little Eminem-y. A little mememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememememem
It has to come up here. I need to forever just have you five miles away from your mic because at some point you're going to do something very loud. What, like what I just did? Like that. Yeah. Uh, they started in Los Angeles, California, originally under the name Kara's Flowers in 1994. Mm. Um, this is an L.A. band if I've ever seen one. Guffaw. I mean, holy shit. Um, what was the name of that first record that they put out, Mark? Uh, the name of the first album is The Fourth World. Oh, is that it? In 1997. Okay. All right. Um, I, heard, I saw a different name. I'm yeah. going to go ahead. Keep going. Keep doing Well, I'm sorry. Well, I should say um, they released that album in 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, they released an album called We Like Digging. That's it. That's the one. And I love on the, the it's just one of the, oh, I, I fucked up it's just one of the best responses that you're ever going to see on a on a on a uh, on a wikipedia page the band quit after its tepid response <laughs> after the tepid response i loved that yeah. yeah yeah they were like well we're done we're gonna focus on college yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna maroon ourselves so yeah uh the five of them marooned themselves and then came back out and released their debut album, Songs About Jane, in 2002. The album garnered a tepid response. That's um, the, the direct you, words, yes. Uh, released a couple of singles, Harder to Breathe, This Love, and She Will Be Loved, because they just wanted to put love in a bunch of song titles, apparently. Gets people's attention, I suppose. And then, oops, it went quadruple platinum in 2005. Oops, he did it again. Oops, he did it again. Um, someone, uh, left the band, uh, due to serious wrist and shoulder injuries. Mm. Imagine having to quit this band at, after going quadruple platinum. Oh, I think it's the base. Is there not something you could do? Yeah. (laughs) Like we're we're quadruple platinum. Give me a bionic arm. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, give me a break. Let Def Zeppelin, Def Leppard's drummer. Def Zeppelin. Yeah. Def Zeppelin. Nothing was going to stop him. He was like, I'll figure out how to play uh, the snare with my foot. Start a band called Led Leopard. (laughs) Or Def Zeppelin. Both of those are good. Zeppeler. Um, and then a bunch of other stuff stuff happened. Who really cares? Yeah. They, I mean, we've led you up to where we need to get, which is this album. Pretty much. Um, you know, I, there is a I, I, there is a little bit of information. The guy, I think, the bass player was replaced by a guy named Sam Farrar, who is now their multi instrumentalist, whose father was a guy named John Farrar, who wrote a bu- and produced a whole bunch of well, Olivia Newton John songs that you've heard. Uh, he wrote the one that I want, the duet that she did with, um, with uh, you know John Travolta. He mm-hmm. did uh, hopelessly loving uh, magic. He did magic, um, another big uh, Olivia. But that's the son of. I just think that's noteworthy. I think that's cool. But the real question is, Mark, what were you laughing at? It's so funny that you brought up production and then asked me what I was laughing at. Okay, here we go. Because the producer on this album is one Matt Wallace. Okay. Who's known for producing such albums as The Real Thing. Oh, wow. And Angel Dust. No way. Both by Faith No More. Faith No More. And guess who else he's worked with? Train. Oh, well, that makes sense. And OAR. Oh, no. <laughs> Did I, I thought we could leave them out of an episode. Sorry, buddy. Jeez, and this man. is pure chance uh, that he just happened to have produced OAR. Uh, uh, so he, They did work with Mutt Lang as well, if we're going to come full circle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he also uh, produced The Replacements. So uh, it's the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> some amazing bands and some bands that we've dragged their balls through a mile of glass. It cuts both ways. It does cut both ways. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, this album was produced by him. 
Um, you know, look, I'll tell you, um, there's something I like about the music to this song. Um, I cannot say that I like this song. I can say that I like this song in, in regards to what we've been listening to lately. Well, yeah, I um, like the guitar in the beginning. Yeah. Um, there is a Cuban version. What? Um, so there is a um, okay. there is a series called Rhythms del Mundo, um, Cuba, and there is a Cuban version of this that's done. Um, I can see it's by pretty them. easy to it's pretty easy to picture. Uh, oh, I mean the yeah. beginning has that like uh, like a Cuban guitar yeah, finger that beat, and I like it. And yeah. I was actually thinking before I saw this when I when we were watching the music video, which we will talk about in a moment. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, oh man, if you had some like. Like Euro. some percussion, Euro. Like, yeah, that's yeah, some, what that's yeah, some called. Gyro yeah, and some like I know what it's fucking called. I'm just saying I didn't know a lot of people. <laughs> I, if don't. I go, oh, if they had some gyro on there, people would be like, "What the fuck is a gyro? Are you talking about a sandwich?" <laughs> no, it's it's a little. Oh, never mind. Yeah, who gives a Well, I didn't yeah. know it's a percussion. Some timbales, you know, etc. Some salsa. it would sound really cool. Yeah, it would yeah. it would have that kind of feel to it. It would. Um, and here they did it. You kind of get that from the you know from the very very beginning. Last couple of weeks, once again, intros to songs didn't like them, even though they might even be more complicated than this one. This one, in its simplicity, is somewhat attractive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are some yeah. good good things about this song. Yeah, his voice. Yeah, I mean, look, there. This is a good band. His voice is better than what we've what we've been over oh, lately, which yeah. helps. I'm still Absolutely. not a huge fan of it, but um, yeah. but it's definitely better than what we've been listening he's, to lately. He's he and they are very talented. They are talented. These lyrics are weird. Yeah, um, they are weird. They, now they are especially weird when you compare it with the music video. Now, um, <sighs> I'll just kind of tell you, um, kind of at a cursory glance. Um, what he has said, um, this song is about, it's a song I wrote about a girl and a guy that I knew who had a tumultuous troubled relationship. I was looking at it from an outsider's perspective. She was not in a good place. He was a really nice person and was very nurturing and supportive of her. So that's what, that's what he says. We'll, okay. we'll get into yeah, we're that gonna get in into the lyrics. This. Yeah. Yeah. Now the music video. I'm so Seth, glad you made me watch Seth it. Seth usually, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, Seth is the homework man. Seth comes in here with notes. He's got his tabs open. He's armed for bear. He's a good boy. I'm a bad boy. I listened to Tejano music on the way here. I had just learned about an accordion player named Steve Jordan, uh, who a lot of people say is one of the principal uh, creators of Tejano music. And they call him the Jimi Hendrix of accordion. Wow. I was enraptured. I will be and listening I could to this. Not, not listen to it. He is blind in one eye. He was a mi- migrant from a migrant family. This is very much up your alley, Seth. You yeah. will love it. It I is love, fucking killer. I love killer. Tejano. Yeah. So I, I was I was very very in that zone, and then I got here and I was like, oh shit, I got to look this up. I'm a huge Flaco Jimenez fan. There you go. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's. He's considered one of the one of the heard. preeminent accordion players. I got another one for you, Dwayne Vayer Hayden. They call him El Hollandaise. He's a uh, El Hollandaise. He's from uh, yeah. He's from uh, the Netherlands, and his father raised him on Tejano. Now he is all the rage in Mexico. Hell yeah, that shit rolls. I yeah, love that. It is. He's a great accordion player, man. Really good. Um, so of course I'm 
putting my shit together, opening tabs and looking at stuff, and Seth's patient, Seth's patiently waiting for me. Okay. Um, and I see the music video at the top one of the sh- the pages, so I turn it on. But halfway through, I'm like, Seth, have you watched the music video? Because I'm watching it, not believing what I'm seeing. And Seth is like, no. So we started over again and we watch it. And the tale, um, it's. Um, I am so glad you made me watch it. <laughs> it's we've noticed a big theme. One of the big themes on this show, it seems, has been music videos. And I can't say this is how it is for a lot of music videos. Maybe it is more than I realize. Seemingly has nothing to fucking do with a song in any real way. No. Um, it. So what what the music video is about is him with a girl uh, who's barely 18. Who's probably um, closer to his age. Yes, yeah. ab- absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well, we can only guess. He kind of looks, yeah. he looks somewhere in between 18 and 30. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the um, the girl's mother who is trying hard to like flirt with and be loving toward her husband who looks like a, an extra in Sopranos. Uh, and he is giving her no attention. And <laughs> what happens is uh, there's really no easy way to sugarcoat this. She gets way too drunk and goes inside and falls down and then well, she gets pick- a smack from Sugar Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She gets hit. And so that's awful. And she goes inside and I guess drinks too much. Um, and then, of Smears course, Adam Le- Levine takes it upon himself to go and find her. And then while she's in such a state, uh, makes out with her mm-hmm. when she is clearly too drunk to know what the hell she's doing and to make any kind of rash decision. So that's weird. I think that it is implied that um, at this point she trails him she low-key stalks him after after they have after the after the impossible to consensuate sex they um is consensuate a word i don't know i'm not sure but um she's outside the building he definitely has this um sabotage cochise look staring out of a mercury (laughs) and you know watching her and sugar daddy have arguments um things are going on in the background that you know we're not you know it, it seems like there's some sort of uh What's the word that you that you call it? Um, liaison. There's yeah. a liaison taking place. Well, we should say that it's fair to say that they're stalking each other. They kind of are in the. He video, is outside yeah. of his car watching them. Then she is at a fucking baseball game watching him or staring something. at him. She's looking at him through the blinds. Then he recognizes she's looking. She's watching him and his her daughter. Uh, is is it? I don't I know if that's so. the case. I'm I, not sure. Because be. I mean, they're maintaining a relationship here, and you would think that the mom, if she was, if he was with somebody else, would just go to the daughter and be like, "I hey. saw that he was with somebody else," and then you know, okay. have have her. I, maybe this is me doing too much work for the music video, but one way or another, they are stalking each other. <clears throat> Eventually, he goes back over to their house, and he's just out in the lanai uh, with his girlfriend on his lap and aka the daughter the daughter and then and then the husband and the the wife that is fornicated with him and he is just staring and does not stop it, the camera goes to him multiple times and he's just staring at her she goes to like rub her husband's knee but he doesn't pay any attention he's reading the paper i think that he evokes a level he she, she watches their 
their dalliance on the sofa, on the right. settee. Oh, absolutely. And he's looking at her the whole time. At the meantime, the daughter figure is on him, being affectionate. He's looking at her. She tries to evoke some sort of um, affection from Sugar Us Daddy. Too, honey. Yeah, uh, from yeah, from from Sugar Daddy, and she obviously gets jealous, gets up, runs out onto the patio. I just want to say real quick, I take umbrage with your term of Sugar Daddy because I think if he was a Sugar Daddy, she wouldn't care about the affection. I think I feel okay. generally Sugar like this is a marriage. I think she you think is it's a full on. I, I mean. Otherwise, she would just be like, give me money and let me go. Because I feel I get that's kind of from... the sugar daddy. That's largely how the sugar daddy thing works. I get it from the fact that she is just it portrayed as arm candy and that he never shows any real emotion or affection towards yeah. her other than hitting her. You well, know? maybe it's sugar daddy on one end, but maybe, not sugar yeah. daddy on but the other. But the ultimate result in this is that she runs out onto the patio and... Sugar daddy in the streets, sour daddy in the sheets, apparently. <laughs> apparently, because she goes to the young man, and the and, and as she young runs man. out, the young man follows her, yeah, so she starts, leaving she, behind the daughter. She gets up and freaks out, yeah. and she just starts bolting down this really long thing yeah. that leads to a fountain off yeah, in the distance. Yeah, patio sort of thing. Sort yeah, of. well, there's a fountain out there. I don't know if she plans on doing, like, jumping in the fountain. Like, you couldn't really... She's obviously distressed. We so then that. he runs after her, and the daughter's watching. This is the part that really surprised me. Yeah. This is now music videos to go. He takes off to her and catches her and hugs her. They almost kiss, and at this point, the daughter's walking up too, and then they just do this weird close-up of all three of their eyes, but they inter they interspace um, this scene of the daughter walking down into the same room that he came down to find her mom. Yep. Almost as if like now she's walking down and I don't know what's supposed to be at the bottom there. I don't know like what that's supposed to be indicative, I don't either. indicative yeah. of. I, I, yeah. Uh, when she really, first walks up, it's like I, she's going to walk down there and find her, her dad. Yeah. <laughs> and when make she, out with her drunk dad. When it's her, when it's uh, Adam and the mother figure sitting there getting close at the end of the, right in front of this fountain, there's this one second where the, the daughter walks up with the, with the bathrobe on and she's looking, you know, uh, concerned and, and they almost film it like, Oh, she's like for a second, you feel like, Oh, she's walking into this to turn it into a three way or something. But then it immediately puts that away. Yeah. puts that to bed with the whole walking downstairs thing. It's just, it, it's just strange. It, it, it's worth watching to watch the story, but it has fuck all to do with the lyrics. Yeah. Um, according to teenmusic.com, Levine's girlfriend at the time, Kelly, was furious with Adam's love scenes with Preston, mm. who was his favorite actress. He said, Kelly Preston is a woman I would love that to make Kelly out Preston. with in real life. My girlfriend was less than happy when I did the shoot. I mean, he kind of did make out with her in real life. Yeah, he I mean, did. I know it was on a scene, but. He made out with her. Yeah. That was Kelly Preston. That was Kelly Preston. Holy shit. Kelly S. Preston Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam Theodore Levine. Adam Theodore Logan. <laughs> uh, uh, I got some other juicy stuff here that I'm going to hold off until we get done with the uh, lyrics. But uh, yeah, so um, the the music video is directed by Sophie Muller, uh, or Mueller maybe. Um, the story about a man who is dating the daughter of a rich man. The rich man is married to a younger woman who is having a secret affair with the lead singer Adam Levine. Okay, great. That was very helpful. That sums it up. Are we ready to do this? Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely time to 
to just get on with it. Um, like I said, <laughs> so no. <laughs> this, well, no. The fact of the matter is, is that yes, these, we're ready now. Hold on. <laughs> these these lyrics have nothing to do with the video. The video is just kind of worth watching. Yeah, the um, music video is almost an, the antithesis of, and this is my problem. I mean, well, one of my problems. The music video is supposed to be out. The, uh, you know, he says about this patient guy with a woman who's going through a lot, and the music video is about him railing his mom in a sundress <laughs> while she doesn't know about it, and he's also railing the daughter in the background. So whatever. Beauty queen of only eighteen, she had some trouble with herself he was always there to help her she always belonged to someone else I drove for miles and miles and wound up at your door I've had you so many times but somehow I want more Starts off in a third-person narrative, right, Mark? Yeah, I yeah. mean, when you immediately have to talk about how the fucking woman is barely 18, or only 18, it's just like... It's questionable at best. Yeah, yes. here, we, here we go. Here we go again, yeah. So guess what? We just ratcheted up a score towards the end. Um, but in regards to... You know, at the beginning, it's all in second person narrative. And that's what I mean, third person narrative. And that's what, you know, he says what he said, that it's about two people. But I'll be damned if he just can't start interjecting himself right into it. Yeah. In a first person thing. Right. You know, right. Right. With the pre-chorus. I drove, you know, at first it's about a beauty queen of all. He always was there to help her. And now it's all about me. I I, drive for miles and miles. And that makes you wonder, is is he a third party here or is he the he? No, he just wants to. I think he just wants to make this song about uh, about, you know, getting it. Which is really what it is. Um, I drove for miles and wound up at your door. I've had you so many times, but somehow I want more. I want more. I want to get a little more. Do you want some more? She had some trouble with herself. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's fair enough. We've all got problems with ourselves. And he was always there to help her, but she always belonged to someone else. So, I'm, you know, so this guy is like into her. This may be the classic story of uh, you're dating a bunch of assholes when the person that really loves you. Like, I'm the one by descendants, you know, like mm-hmm. you're dating all these pieces of shit and I'm the one who cares about you. But then he says, I've had you so many times. <laughs> OK. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, if we're to believe that he is the he, that he's not a third party saying. I did this. This other guy is another he. I don't know how many he's we're talking. about. Yeah. There's the the third person. He with other guys that have been with her and then and then Adam Levine is another person. Yeah. Or there is a he, there's other guys and then the he is Adam Levine. What I think what's going on here is that from verse 1 to verse two, uh, to the pre-chorus, he goes from Ducky to Jake. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's exactly what the fuck happens. It's like all of a sudden I can't be this little uh scattershot, you know, little cad that's not getting any. I've got to be the one that wins here. And I drove for miles and miles. I, you know, it doesn't sound like very long. <laughs> like, I drove for miles and miles and wound well, up at your door. Well, it is L.A., Mark. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, 
you know, and and then wound up at your door. Yeah, you drove there. Yeah, you that was <laughs> you made a beeline for that thing. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and I've had you so many times again with her being only 18. I wonder how many times he's had her and if any of those stretching into 17 territory. And I don't know, again, if we're talking about Adam Levine, we can get into the mathematics to see how old he was when he wrote the song. But I don't want to be the person who does that math. I'm going to guess Kip Winger age. Yeah, I'm going to guess we're dealing with like a a 26 year old or so um, Adam Levine. Let's not get too dark here, Mark. Well, that's what our jobs are. I mean, too dark. I don't mind spending every day out on your corner in the pouring rain look for the girl with the broken smile ask her if she wants to stay a while and she will be loved and she will be loved every time I hear that broken smile bit it makes me think of like one of the you know, hillbilly girls in a Warner Brothers cartoon with a really big giant buck teeth. I think you know, when, I like, thought you were going to say like when someone gets hit with a baseball and they smile and then the teeth fully f- f- slowly fall blink. out, <laughs> click click like broken glass. And that's what he's standing outside waiting for in the pouring rain. Oh, she loves me. I know it. Um, I got it. I just immediately have to. The use of out on your corner. <laughs> in the pouring rain has heavy heavy sex worker vibes oh (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think usually when someone talks about my corner they're working this is my corner you know that lamppost where you sling pussy that's where i'm waiting in the rain yeah and i don't mind yeah um every day yeah i don't mind being there every day every day and it rains every day in southern california by the way apparently yeah uh, and and the look for the girl with the broken smile. Who is he telling? Her, her, yeah. Because it seems to be a song. He's talking to her. Yeah. I don't mind the broken smile every day out in the corner, out in your corner in the pouring rain. Look for the girl with the broken smile. N- who? Uh, yeah, but I mean, but also, how is that charming? Hey, gas face, bring your busted <laughs> teeth over here. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's, what girl's gonna find that charming? And how would I you don't describe know. a broken? What? I mean. Putting all funniness aside with teeth issues, etc., how would you describe a broken? Sm- what is that? I don't know. That's the only thing I can besides come up with, just Mark. like high school poetry. Yeah. I, oh, I, she had. She it, had. this. This has uh, this. <laughs> this song, in a lot of ways, I'm just now realizing, <laughs> reminds me of Lullaby. It has heavy oh, lullaby rock-a-bye. poetry. Uh, yeah, Sean. No, Mullins. please. The song is called Lullaby. I know, but he says rock. I know. You know. You know. You know we talked about. Hey, it Mark. Episode. Hero. Hey. <laughs> um, it, it's got those vibes and it, it, LA Mark yeah it's all LA maybe it, maybe LA does this to songs and ask her if she wants to stay a while on the corner on the corner are we staying on the corner in the car I, I mean uh, yeah there's I, a lot of car imagery I mean once again it's LA in the video but once again I don't think these, these lyrics have anything to do with the fucking video yeah so I'm reading a little bit here from the uh, from well I was going to say she will be loved sounds threatening <laughs> You will be loved. Yes. She she will be loved. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> I don't care what the fuck you have to say. She's going to be loved. And, you know, that is that. Uh, this song, was, apparently, I, I'm just now reading, was written uh, while the drummer was playing a bossa nova beat on the drums. Hey, there it goes. Which, that falls that right in line with the whole... 
Yeah, which is funny because he doesn't really play a bossa nova beat in the song. No. So I guess they just, you know, <laughs> just uh, hit the ejector button on that. Broken Smile shows that while the girl puts on the facade of happiness, she's really broken and dying inside. Because Adam is a true friend and lover, he recognizes her pain and knows that all she needs is someone to spend time with her. If she lets him stay a while, she'll feel loved and more confident. Broken Smile puts on the facade of happiness? Apparently. I, I guess that's that. what it is. Yeah, I don't know how that comes a up. A fake smile. Yeah. Can you please put in your dentures so that we can go out tonight? Tap on my window, knock on my door, I want to make you feel beautiful I know I tend to get so insecure doesn't matter anymore it's not always rainbows and butterflies it's compromise that moves us along yeah my heart is full and my door is always open you can come anytime you want yeah. A couple mm-hmm. yeahs in there for you. Yeah. Yeah. What does the window and door imagery evoke? I don't know. What is that guy wind up going to wind up saying? I don't know. They just, guys t- tend to throw that in their windows and knock and doors when they're running out of shit to say. But the I want to make you feel beautiful shit, I've heard guys say that to girls before. And it's just, once again, I'm just looking to fuck you. It's that simple. Yeah, it's whenever I hear that line and I've heard it, there's just been another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very weird uh, dynamic. There is uh, boy. I'm just trying to think of how I want to put what I have to say and not come off like a piece of shit. There there have there have been a lot of waves lately of people saying I'm not attractive for other people. I'm attractive for myself, which I believe wholeheartedly. But. It's pretty hard to, you know, say that you don't feel good when someone tells you that they think your haircut looks nice or they think that you're attractive or they notice something about you, like a certain way you look or that you're dressing that you like. It's very, very weird. Um, Kind of like my gut reaction when I hear this line is I want to make you feel beautiful as if she can't feel beautiful herself, which I guess may be kind of the crux of her issue, right? Is Maybe. that she can't, she doesn't feel beautiful herself and she needs old Adam to come by and help her with that. I've got this busted ass smile <laughs> and I need somebody, you know, Adam to come along. This shit's and, broken as fuck. And then, yes, <laughs> AF. And then he comes along and says, I tend to get so insecure, which I don't get the fuck at all. This guy has obviously come out and said things to the girl that are supposed to be alluring. You don't say shit like that when you feel so insecure. Yeah, and I don't know what I, I I can't help but wonder what has prompted him to to offer that information because usually saying I feel sometimes I get insecure is like I'm sorry for the way I acted. Yeah, sometimes I or feel it's usually insecure. like a precursor to something. Kind of like how he was talking about how his ex was acting maybe a little alarmist because he made out with Kelly Preston. Mm. It's like. Okay, I can see her being like, I'm sorry, sometimes I get insecure. Like, that's the kind of situation where you'd maybe offer up, sorry. We don't really hear anything in here no. saying, um, oh, 
so, you know, sometimes they get insecure and my bad, my And then blunder. at the end of this stanza, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it just... and, I, and why doesn't it matter? Is it because they've broken up or is it because the fight's done? I, he doesn't really offer any other information. No, there's, there's so much vague shit going on here. And if that doesn't, you know, if that's not enough... If that's not enough, I know it's not it's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise that moves us along. I now, like that line. Do you really? I, really do. I mean, I don't think it's a terrible line just if he would give us some fucking context as to what he is compromising about. Well, apparently obviously that would make it is, a lot better. Yeah, obviously there's there's some kind of fight and I guess this is him saying, "Look, relationships in life is not always wonderful things." It you know sometimes we have to work together and but there's no, again there's, there's no, no indication of yeah a yeah. Fight. I, yeah I completely agree with you and yeah. I mean especially when he's saying you know that oh well it was written about uh, this patient guy and this woman that the I understand if what he's saying is that if if it's true that this song was written based off of some people he knew. It's kind of gaslighty toward whoever the woman yes, was. Yes, a little. Because he's like, the guy is a peach. The guy is wonderful. He's there for... He's rainbows and butterflies. Now, she got some issues. Yeah. She's got some problems. And it kind of sucks. That this guy's got to come along and fix, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, Shit. he's got to make her feel beautiful. Yeah. And then on top of that, he's, you know, oh, baby, I'm sorry. Sometimes I get insecure. Uh, and then he's going to tell her... It's not all rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise that moves us along. If he had said, you know, you threw out my rainbows and butterflies and we all argued all fucking morning. Now we have to compromise, you know, or I did some shit. I fucking, you know, pissed in your plant or your Wheaties. Now there's <laughs> got to be some sort of compromise. If they had given some sort of context, but compromise is just fucking thrown in there all willy nilly. And it just, it bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. His heart is full and his doors always open. Mark, that reminds me of you. It does. Thank you. It does. And I'm serious. I was waiting. You're waiting for the <laughs> that joke? That was me honestly waiting for <laughs> waiting for some no, kind of No, it's not a joke. Punchline. Your heart's always full. You seem to be very full of life, and your front door is always open to everybody. And you can come oh, in. I hope the wrong person want. didn't listen to this. <laughs> Somebody just some waking up on my couch. Yeah, but no, I mean, really, your your door's always, it's, you know, you're I, I do what I can. Just come up, knock on it. Hey, you're here. You know, you're. Tap I, on my window, knock it just on my remi- door. If, when I first heard it, I was like, that sounds like Mark. So not just one in a bevy of ways that Adam Levine and I are alike. If he, well, you know, back in the days of Kara's Flowers, you guys got together and figured out where this train was going. <laughs> we train. did. Uh-oh. Tra- oh. Uh-oh. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, right before we abandon this and go to the chorus. Oh, and. Tap on and, my window, knock on my wait, door. Wait, 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 wait. You come anytime you want to. Yeah, so, yeah I, I just want to do. let you know. Uh, tap on my window, knock on my door. This is the age of cell phones. Just, <laughs> just call them. I mean, just at the very least, text. shoot yeah. him a text. Yeah, you don't have to knock on anything. I mean, pretty. It seems like everybody in the world. Maybe that's what he's saying here. Is in a world where everybody hates to be surprised by people stopping by their house. Do you hate when someone just stops by randomly? No, I love I, it. I love it too. I absolutely <laughs> hate love it. it. And a couple times I stopped by Lee's house. I think once or twice where I just stopped by, and everyone's always kind of like. It's we have definitely moved into an age of oh it, what are you doing here? I, there's a comedian out. There's a com- comic routine of this guy saying, you know, when I was a kid, you know, somebody knocked on the door, the house stopped. You wanted to know who was there, even if it was a Jehovah's Witness. You wanted to know what the fuck it was might going be, on. It might be uh, Mulaney, John Mulaney, yes, or yeah, somebody, some, somebody yeah. like that. But now 
somebody knocks on the door unannounced and everything once again stops but for the exact opposite reason for the exopit reason that all of a sudden you know you're who the fuck's showing up who's Turn coming off the lights i don't feel that the I, ground. I still don't feel that way i i love it i love when people show up i i will say i'm kind of like hmm but i'm not like oh no i'm like hmm yeah well, if, if I open the door and like, it's a salesman go, yeah, or something, I'm like, uh, yeah, that's no enough. thanks. Yeah, yeah but we're, we're if good. it's somebody like that, I know that I'm like, you know, it, it just that's that's casually, you know, close to me, and they've come by to say hi. Yeah, I love that shit. If I'm home, let's yeah, do it. Exactly. I don't mind spending every day out on your corner in the pouring rain. Look for the girl with the broken smile. Ask her if she wants to stay a while, and she will be loved. I'm not going to sing all these. There's no, yeah, yeah, four of them, and they're very slowly Whee! spoken, so I'm not going to wait. Yeah, yeah, not going to waste a bunch of time. Uh, but uh, what we've been over this ground before. She's a broken smile, and she wants to stay a while. What a lyrical genius! What a, a rhyming genius! Yeah, Adam was on this one. Uh, <laughs> is there anything interesting that they have to say in their songs about Jane? No, nothing, nothing, nothing out of the, you know, way out of the ordinary. Um, then we hit this little bridge. It's kind of a cool bridge. It's I not mean, an uncool bridge. Yeah, it's kind of in a way. The lyrics, lyrics, not so much. A little weird. <laughs> yeah. I know where you hide, alone in your car. Know all of the things that make you who you are. I know that goodbye means nothing at all comes back and makes me catch her every time she falls this bridge has such taken its toll it, it has t- <laughs> this bridge has taken, taken its, its toll, toll on me ted bundy vibes <laughs> and buffalo yeah. bill too i mean dude, yeah this, it has i know where you hide i know it totally <laughs> does it's like I know it's 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 Buffalo Bill and Ted Bundy vibes all over this one. What are you about a forty four? You know, I mean, <laughs> goddamn! It's, it's yeah. like I know where you hide. You're in your car. That alone is alone in, your, in car. your car. I'm coming to get you. It just that's that that man once know again. All of the things that make you who you are. Gonna ratchet up that and any time, any time in a song in real life or otherwise that a man comes along in the early stages of a relationship and tries to define a woman and tell them that they know who they are and what makes them tick is fucking creepy to me. And it's pretty alarming to say, I know that goodbye means nothing at all. And I say that, I mean, the the part afterward basically says, uh, she comes back and makes me catch her every time she falls. But it has that, um, you say one thing, but you mean another kind of like weird uh thing and it's it's very strange he's all trying to fix things early on man with compromise and butterflies and shit like that and then you know and then nothing that goodbye means nothing yeah now here he's just kind of like ugh, jesus adam i know that she's full of shit and she'll be back and he's shaking his fist at her um los angeles fist (laughs) tap on my window knock on my door i want to make you feel beautiful and then a little fake ending yeah oh you i don't mind spending every day oh not so fast motherfucker (laughs) out on your corner in the pouring rain look for the girl with that broken ass smile (laughs) ask her if she wants to stay in the fucking rain with him for a while 
<laughs> she will be loved. Sorry about that loud shit. Oh no, no, that yeah. one, that one, I was. Oh no, you're okay. looking at the waveform. You know how to pull back, so that's the thing. When you get loud, you gotta. Woo! Mark, you gotta don't tell them about what goes on afterwards. I don't, <laughs> you know how to pull back. You're so good at it. Uh, the the only other thing uh, really that is different, they do this. Uh, please don't try so hard to say goodbye. And out and there's that. They say that over and over again. At the same yeah, time, but they over the do top that. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't really, honestly, doesn't sound horrible. No, but it's, the line "Please don't try so hard to say goodbye." Yeah, is is <laughs> a little strange. It is. It is. There's all kinds of red flags that have popped up throughout this goddamn thing. Yeah, it's like and please don't try so hard. Yeah. to leave me it's should like, be easy well, to go. Maybe she should. Yeah, I rainbows mean, and butterflies are over. Obviously, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, sometimes, yes, it's true that it's rainbows and butterflies aren't all you need, for sure. That definitely gives way to yeah. compromise and comfort in a relationship. He's talking about But him. if you're like, I want to go constantly, you should probably take off. Yeah. I mean, you need to get the fuck away from this guy when he knows where you are when you're alone, knows what your car looks like, probably has some night vision goggles. Especially oh, when he just got done saying that goodbye means nothing at all. It, now too. he's like, please don't say goodbye. And he's like, well, why not? I thought it didn't mean anything. Clearly, 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 clearly it does. Just contradicting himself. Yeah. And like the music video kind of contradicts a bunch of this stuff. Um, the album Songs About Jane was named after Adam Levine's ex-girlfriend. He asked her permission to use the name. She said yes. I hope she got dividends, Mark. I'm sure she got something. I hope so. In 2011, Maroon 5 partnered with Snapple and launched a new flavor of the <laughs> beverage called Tea Will Be Loved. <laughs> this is another thing that made me crack the fuck up. And I is will that say what this. made you laugh earlier? That was one is of that, the things. That is absolutely um, hilarious. And I will say this. So at first I was like, let me tell you why this wins me over twice. First of all, uh, it was in support of hunger relief for organizing Feed America. Good. That is a great thing. Second of all, it's nice that they don't take themselves too seriously. They could have been like, no, the song is deep and you won't make fun of our stuff. Kind of like Paul McCartney not letting Weird Hal do oh. chicken pot pie oh. because he's vegetarian. It's yeah, like, that's that's a little dude, over the just top. Come lighten up. Like, yeah. Have, up. Did you ever see him on The Voice? Um, I don't know if I've ever watched a whole episode of The Voice, to be honest with you. I've, I've watched family watches it and uh, I don't pay attention. I'm usually on my phone, but doesn't seem to be you know like a total tool he's he's all right he seems like a fine yeah, guy all right yeah he seems you know maybe a little bit on the doofy side but he's super attractive he he's attractive. is super talented he is he's got so he doesn't voice. really need to have anything else no like i mean the fuck do you need he's paid yeah i mean all that sweet sweet snapple money yeah exactly i mean he's a good looking nice guy yeah. and he's talented good enough yeah so what if he can't spell? So what if he can't do, you know, whatever so what if random he contradicts thing? himself in a hit song that made millions? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, trying to see uh, if there's anything else as far do as... Do you see any song meanings on this one? As he songs facts, but no song meanings on this song, man. Well, I mean, um, I do see some. You do? Oh, well, I see some song song meanings in song facts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just don't... There's nothing popped up on that on that website oh um, there's definitely something on the website okay 
Um, to me, it's always seemed really obvious what the song is talking about, and none of the other comments have close to my interpretation, so here it is. It's about a nice guy that is in a friends with benefits type situation. He's in love with the girl, but she doesn't love him, at least not in the same way. He's always been there for her when things go badly for her, but she's always going for other guys and then coming back to him when she's upset that things didn't work out. To her, he's the rebound guy that'll always be there for him, and that's it. That's kind of what I was saying in, in the yeah, beginning, kind of like kind the of descendants the, on the one yeah. type thing. And I just want to make it clear, nice guy is in parentheses or in uh, quotations here. They are not saying that it is a justified feeling. It's just that that is uh, it's just kind of odd how he from. presents it from the very get go in third person. And then all of a sudden it just jumps right to him. That's that's the weird part. <laughs> Someone said it's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise that moves us along. These lines are so great and so true. I quote it everywhere. I just picture this person trying to like jam those lines into like yeah. any conversation. Rainbows and butterflies. You know, it's like I always say, please stop. Please don't say it. Yeah. It takes more than rainbows and butterflies to compromise that moves us along. <laughs> uh, I'm not so convinced on the prostitute theory. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's no. a bunch of people talking about the prostitute theory, which I'm guessing like me was based at least partially on the fact that it says talk about being on your quarter. <laughs> this is a great one. Some guy from Hollywood, Florida. Finally, after all these years, I actually bothered to watch the video. I wish I hadn't. It's interesting how everyone seems to keep missing that he's sleeping around with his girlfriend's mother. Notice how both women have the same eyes at the end of this. Oh, little insight there at the end of the song. Also, he's part of the family in quotation marks. Uh, which is why he sees the uh, sees the way sugar daddy husband oh. treats the mom. Hey, MJ Bach taking it up the taking up the Seth cause. I think the vi- <laughs> video triangle is gross, but still a lovely song. He does pick the cougar in the end. Plain and simple, he's a stalker that has a Plame. distanced emotional need to connect with his victims. He wants her to stalk him back. Ooh. Awkward. <laughs> See, somebody else picked up on that whole Buffalo Bill thing. Yeah. Um, what do you think? As far as creep factor? Yeah. Um, it's not... I really don't think it's huge, um, but it is definitely there. Um, you know, the whole, you know, I alone in your car and I know where you are. Oh, yeah. Trying to, you know, uh, uh, put on someone that you know what's best for them. You know what's going on in their life. That is always creepy. Before you give me your score, are you going to take the music video into consideration? Not at all. No. This is all about lyrics. This is this is all okay. about lyrics. And if I, you know, I could give you a separate score for the video. No, no. Uh, I'm it, it's, just wondering. It, it's not, you know, I don't think it's too crazy over the top. In, in this day and age we live in, you see shit like that. I mean, that's sad, but it's just reality. But as far as creep factor of the lyrics, it's there. It's not over the top. I'm going to give it like a th- 3.2 that's it huh yeah yeah it's not it's not Ugh. like crazy over you know I, I don't i don't think so you know well we're talking about right off right from the rip we're talking about a woman who's 18 um is that a girl who's 18 but like you said at the beginning you know he's he's a young looking guy you know he's a young guy when this comes out do the math while i'm thinking and okay. we'll we'll see all right We'll see what we got going on. Let me this do that. song was born. Was born. <laughs> this the song was birthed this, in 2005. This song was born with the cord around its neck. Fine. <laughs> the song was unfortunately not still birthed. Um, 
So I'm going to take into that account also the I know where you are and I know where you're alone in your car and I know what makes you who you are. Um, just some very, very creepy vibes. I'm going to go, I'm going to guess Adam Levine was 20. I'm getting to five it. when he wrote this is my guess. Um, and if I'm right, or if he was any older than that, I'm going to stick with the score. Well, even if he was 24, I'm going to give it a, uh, I'm going to give it a 5.8. He was 24 years old. He was 20. I mean, yeah. You're pretty close. I, I said 25, I think 24. that 24 and 18 is not terribly, terribly. Not terribly, terribly, um, but I'm going to give, I'm going to stick with my, my 5.8. Okay. I feel uh, good about a five point. I may, I think I said 5.8, 5. 5.9 somewhere. The age there. alone is going to jack it up. I mean, well, no, I mean, that's gonna... a big part of it. She's only, she's only 18. You know, even he is like, she's, you know, even he kind of, I can't remember the lyric, but it's pretty like, she's. 18 mm-hmm. <laughs> we're talking like yeah. 18 and a half <laughs> and he's 24 ish yeah uh and then you know i know where i know what makes you who you are goodbye means nothing i know where you hide <sighs> yeah no, oh no, that's no, that's what i'm no. taking into consideration no 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 sorry um so you're sticking with that five yeah all right yeah all right yeah yeah i i don't i don't i don't know it's just not it's not crazy over. Um, I, I get it. I get it. Um, it, it could apply. <clears throat> it could apply. What's going on there? Um, check, check, test. But you know, it's not. Uh, it's 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 you know. Obviously, it's not Ted Nugent level. No, um, no. But um, I mean, you're also the man who gave Bubble Toes like a five something or whatever. Uh, yeah. And then <laughs> was weeks later, toes? I gave no, 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 no. It was uh, oh god, I gave one. No, I gave Shoop like a one point nine. <laughs> You know, when I listened back to that episode, I was like, Jesus Christ, what was I thinking? They're horny as fuck. Yeah, well, they're they're all over the goddamn well, being place. A hor- there's no problem with being horny. No, but just like... But when, you, but when like, that horny starts to creep out of you. Turning a man into a piece of meat, like, in front of your eyes is a little bit creepy, yeah. yeah. And then the week before, I gave something that had zero, you know, like, I gave that a 4.8. Just from the sound of it. I shouldn't have done that, probably, but... Yeah, I, 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 I do stand by... I strongly stand by my 3.2 on this one. All right. Um, well, Mark, that about does it for this. Yes. Yeah, there's um, there's territory that I think we should have tread quite some time ago, um, but we need to get to it now. And uh, that is um, of a certain Florida-born mess that has existed for over 20 years now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, can, you, can you tell our, our audience a little bit about that mess? Well, that mess has a name. And it's L I M P Bizkit is right here. Mm-hmm. Had to spell it out. Yeah, I get why. And we're gonna do a little song called "Break Stuff." Oh, we're gonna take that route. Well, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, that's the route we're gonna okay. take. Yeah, we're there, gonna take are, that route. The other one that we were considering, I was like, you know, there, there's not bad lyrics on it because they were done. Roland, uh, done by Method Man, mm. but but Fred's lyrics in Roland are just laughably bad. Whereas break stuff is just pure shit. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to do break stuff. Uh, It's going to be a fun time. Uh, So go ahead and throw on some Limp Biscuit, And then don't. And then stop (laughs) immediately as soon as the lyrics are done. Um, You shouldn't have to watch the video for this one. 
I mean, yeah. you're welcome to, but I yeah. don't know what the fuck you do it for. Feel free. Yeah. Uh, and we will be back. Seth, a pleasure as always. Yeah, yeah, this was a good one. I it liked this one. one. I mean, especially after, I got to say, last week when Pat- Patrick Norris came in here and brought his crock pot of knowledge yeah. and, sir, and, and, and cooked it up in a frying pan of poetry and then placed it in the chafing dish of podcasting. Mm-hmm. I appreciate all that he did. Yeah, very good time. <laughs> and we have some plans to have some other people on here and have some other guests. We do? Uh, yeah, I mean, we do. point here. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in right. the meantime... In the meantime... Go out and check out some Limp Bizkit. Tell your friends about this. Go on the Instagram. Go on the Facebook page. Let us know. Please, somebody give us some ideas. We haven't had any in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, lyrics mm-hmm. to go pot at Gmail. Somebody. Somebody. Uh, somebody don't stop me uh and give us some ideas so we're not stopped um but we do have quite a little list in front of us still so if you don't we'll uh we'll keep soldiering on seth a pleasure as always so much fun listen to break stuff by limp biscuit and (laughs) so sorry i just asked you to do that and we'll be back here next friday with more lyrics Lyrics to to go. go Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>